Erevin Per Gimel, Mishnah Vav 3.6. This mission discusses the fascinating question of whether it's possible to set up two Erevin back-to-back when you have a Shabbos and Yom Tov following one after the other. The question is, can you set up, for argument's sake, an Erev to the east for Yom Tov, which is on a Friday, and then have a different Erev to the west, allowing you to walk in a different Trum for Shabbos the next day? According to Rabbi Eliezer, and that's the first sheet in the Mishnah, the Kedushas of those two days are distinct. And therefore, if we have Yom Tov first, for argument's sake, the Yom Tov that falls out on Friday stands alone, and it's totally independent of the Shabbos, which comes the next day. And therefore, he's going to say, yes, you can set up two different Erevin, which would define two different Trumen for those two different days, even though they follow one after the other directly. According to the Chachamim, they're not sure. They're mistapek. They're in doubt whether there are two Kedushas that are distinct one from the other, and therefore that would allow you to make two different Erevin, theoretically, or whether there's simply one Kedusha that connects Shabbos and Yom Tov. And if that is the case, so then it's not possible to have two separate Erevin. It's one long Kedusha, and therefore you have just one Trum set up by one Erev that would happen on the first of those two days. Let's again assume that it's Yom Tov coming first for now. So on the Friday afternoon, excuse me, on the Thursday afternoon, as Yom Tov's coming in, you'd set up an Erev, and that would last you for both days, and you'd have no option to do um, two separate Erevin. And since they are mistapek, they're not certain whether it's one or two Kedushas, therefore they're going to be machmer both ways, as we'll see in the Mishnah. So they're acting out of Suffolk. And fascinatingly, to keep in mind as we learn this Mishnah, the Halacha is going to follow Rebbe Eliezer, the Tanakhama. The usual rule is that when Rabbi Lezer argues with the Chacham, the Halacha goes to the Chachamim. But in this mission, it's an exception to that rule, as the Gemara says, the Halacha will be like Rabbi Eliezer, that indeed there are two separate Kedushas. Okay, that's that's the big picture. Now, the mission has a lot of things to say, and we're going to have a lot of things to say about it, so let's see inside. The mission begins, Rabbi Eliezer Omer. Rabbi Eliezer holds, Yom Tov HaSamach L'Shabbos. If you have a Yom Tov and a Shabbos that follow one after the other, it doesn't matter whether Yom Tov comes first, meaning on the Friday, Thursday night Friday, or whether Yom Tov comes second, on Moti Shabbos Sunday. It's all the same thing, although the example I'm going to use throughout is going to be that Yom Tov comes first um, for two reasons. The first is, let me just say one example so it's clear and I don't have to say everything in two different ways every time. And the second reason is, as you're going to see in a minute, we're going to be carrying this air of potentially, at least according to the Chachamim. And on Yom Tov, one is allowed to carry, whereas in Shabbos, one isn't. So to make things simple, I'm going to allow you to carry your Erev, and that requires me to have Yom Tov coming first. So Rabbi Lezra says, Ma'arav Adam Shnei Eruvin, a person can establish two separate Erevin in two different locations. V'omer, and he could say, Eruvi Harishon Mizrach. the first Erev I'm setting up, that's for the first day, that'll be the Yom Tov day on the Friday, that will allow me to walk to the east. And this second one will be in the west, and allow me to walk further to the west. So each one will kick in in their proper time, allowing for two different tchumen. Of course, you could do the other way around. The first one could allow me to walk to the west instead of east, and the second one to the east instead of to the west. Or you could say, You could say, I'm just setting an arrow for the first of the two days. And on the second of those days, I want to be like the regular residents of my city as I usually am and have no special air of to set up a different tchum. I want my usual tchum based around my city. 
And similarly, you could say, I want my Erev to be functional for the second day, and the first day I want to have my regular Tchum around the city that I live in as usually. So, according to Rabbi Eliezer, you have your options. There are two disconnected, unrelated days, and therefore you could set it up no problem. Now, um, just a couple of technical points. The first technical point is that while this is true, you need to be in the same domain having access to your Erev as Banish Mashos falls and we transition into the relevant day. So that being the case, the two Erevin can only be effective if both of them are within the 2,000 Amas of the other. In other words, you put your first Erev for Yom Tov there on Thursday afternoon and your second, and you're going to put on the same Thursday afternoon, you're going to put down, let's say for Friday, uh, for uh, sorry, you're going to put it down for Shabbos. So those two have to be within 2,000 Amas of each other so that as Yom Tov ends and Shabbos begins during Benish Mashos, wherever you are inside your Yom Tov Tchum, you could have access to your would-be Shabbos Erev. Okay? So they can't be 2,000 Amas. They can be only, let's say, a maximum of 1,000 Amas to the east and then 1,000 Amas to the west of your home city, and that way they'd both be accessible at all times. Okay, however the, however the geometry and, and geographics work. That's the first thing. Um, the second thing is, as we'll see more in the mission as it comes later on, you need to be sure that your Erev is extant, it still exists, as you go into Banish Mashas. Um, and that being the case, it's not going to be so simple that you can just simply leave a picnic, lying, lying, picnic basket lying around on a, on a Thursday afternoon and expect that by Friday night it will still be there. Um, you have to, this. We're talking about a setup where, as we'll see more in the Mishnah, um, either it's in a Makom Mishdamer, it's a safe place, and you've got it under a lock and key in a safe somewhere, so it's certainly safe, or something similar. Alternatively, you'd have to, um, at a bare minimum, have a confirmation that the area that you wanted to use for Shabbos was still there when Shabbos came in during Banish Mashas. Okay, the third thing is, um, we'll see more about that. Uh, fine, there's a Third thing, which we'll see, again, it'll be more explicit in the mission in a moment, but just remember that to set up an Erev, um, set up an Erev Tchumen, so the food has to be there, and you need to be sure it's there, but you don't need to be physically there yourself. Someone else can be doing it for you, okay? Um, in fact, if you're physically in a particular place, you don't need to set up an Erev Tchumen with the food because your person being in that place will establish that as being your your uh, your the center of your Makom Shviz, of your place for Shabbos or Yom Tov. Okay, so that's that's that. Now, the Chacham Omrim, the Chacham are going to disagree. And again, remember, the Chachamim are acting out of doubt. They're not sure whether there's one Kedush that extends from Yom Tov into Shabbos or for the two separate Kedushas. And since they're afraid that, they're, that they indeed are one Kedusha, they're going to say you're not allowed to set up two different Tchumen with two different Erevin. That won't work. You only have to choose one for both. Um, so therefore the Chacham say, Ma'arev l'ruach achas. They say, no, you only can make an Erev in one direction, one Erev. O'enu ma'arev kol ikr, or none at all. Now the truth is this first sentence is referring not even to having two days out of it. It means in general the rule is that on a on a given Shabbos, you can't have like two Erevin that govern two different Tchumen for the same Shabbos. No, you have to pick one, one, or none at all. You can't pick two. For, any, for one given Shabbos. And that rationale will extend, since we're concerned that it's one long Kedush that 
extends over both days, Yom Tov and Shabbos, the same rationale will apply that you can't have two different Erevin, either have one or none at all. Um, and so that's what the Mishnah says here. O Ma'arav Shleshnei Yamim, you can either do it to the west for both days, O Ena Ma'arav Kolikar, or you can't have it at all. Excuse me. Ma'arav, you can either, I've read that terribly. Um, either you can establish one Erev, Ma'arav is not is not referring to the West, it's referring to make an Erev. You can set an Erev for both days, O Ena Ma'arav Kolikar, or you cannot, or you can have no Erev at all. You can have an Erev that's one for day one, a second Erev for day two. So now, if you indeed want to even do that, meaning you even want to have an Erev that will last for two days, um, that's not as opposed to relying on your normal home city as the Ma'akam Shavis, the place of home for Shabbos. So we're going to even say, even then, you can't just rely on putting out your picnic basket on on Thursday afternoon um, to make an Erev that will work for both Yom Tov and then Shabbos. Even that won't work, as we'll see in a minute, because we have to be concerned that Maybe it will get eaten, let's say, or lost on Yom Tov, and it won't be around for Shabbos. And maybe they are indeed two different days with two different Kedushas, like Rebbe Ezra holds. And since they're afraid for that, you can't just simply rely on having one air there. You need to sort of set up, if you will, the air of a second time going into the second day of Shabbos, let's say, the second day of Shabbos after the day of Yom Tov. So what do you do? Ketadiyasa. Molicho Barishon, the Erev has to be taken out on that first day, on Erev Yom Tov, on the Thursday afternoon. Umach Shechalav, and then it needs to be um, watched over till nightfall comes, meaning during Benish Mashal, to ensure that the Erev is in place. Again, we're talking about a Shaliach doing this, in fact, not you yourself, because if you did it yourself, you wouldn't need to do, use any picnic basket, etc. But the Shaliach is going to be, who's acting on your behalf to ensure that you have a, the Tchum you want, will stand by that picnic basket while it gets dark to ensure you've established your Erev Tchum properly and Benish Mashas going into Yom Tov. V'notlo uvalo. And then you'll take that picnic basket, meaning the, the shaliach will, take it home with him on Yom Tov. He won't leave it out there because if he leaves it out there, anything could happen. It could get lost and you won't know that it's it's um, safe and sound for Shabbos. So to, he's going to take it and he'll bring it back the next day as we'll see in a moment. Again, this is the reason why I chose the example of Yom Tov preceding Shabbos. So the reason why is because, although the same principle will work whether it's before or after, you're allowed to carry on Yom Tov, but you're not allowed to carry on Shabbos. So to take this picnic basket, excuse me, to take this picnic basket home with you means that we're talking about a scenario where the Yom Tov is coming first. Therefore, you can carry on Yom Tov. Okay, alternatively, you could set up other possibilities, like with, you know, with the with the setting up a way you could carry like with an with I'll call it an air of like unfortunately mixing that term up there etc with the sticks and poles whatever the story is now um, Besheni on the second day meaning now we're talking on Friday afternoon so on the eve of the second day Arab Shabbos which is going to be still Yom Tov again you'll have to go back and put it there and for a second time, have your shaliach ensure that your picnic basket is there as Shabbos comes in, as we transition from Yom Tov to Shabbos, to ensure you have an Erev in place again. Again, because we're afraid that maybe they're two separate days, therefore we wanted to have to reestablish it in the same location. Um, important to point out, because this is the Halach Lamaisa, 
you'll need to use the same food twice. The very same food has to go back a second time. The reason why is because um, if you'd be using a new food, it'd be as if you were being mechen, doing hachana, setting up a new Arab for this Shabbos, and hachana preparations on Yom Tov for Shabbos is disallowed. And therefore, we're going to have to use the same food. So it's the food that we established as an Arab from before Yom Tov is the same era for Yom Tov and Shabbos, and it was all done before Shabbos. Therefore, it's not called Hachana, and it's permitted. Okay. Um, so on the second day, meaning on the Friday afternoon, Mach Shechalav, he'll ensure that the Erev's in place. And then Ve'ochlo. And then once Shabbos comes in, if he wants, he could eat this Erev, meaning he can eat the food inside the basket. Prior to Shabbos coming in, meaning after the first day, the Yom Tov day, he could not eat the Erev yet because we need that for the second day, like I said a moment ago. But once you've established your Erev for the second day on Shabbos, so now it's not needed anymore, and therefore you could eat it if you want to. V'nimtza, it'll turn out then that mishta ker bahali chaso. He, by doing it this way, says the rabbi, he benefits from being able to walk based on the new trum that he sets up with the Erev on, you know, the for both days. U mishta ker he also is able to eat the food if he wants it, because he couldn't eat it in the first day, but now on the second day, Shabbos, he could eat it. Nechal barishon, um, if he ate it on the first day, eruvo l'rishon, it would be effective for the first day, ve'eno erev l'sheni, but it doesn't work anymore for the second day. Now he's sort of stuck um, because we're not sure. You know, he's stuck because he doesn't have an erev being established for the second day. So that being the case, you see that the rabbis are kind of treating this on some level like Rabbi Lezer, because they're mistapek, they're in doubt, and therefore they're making you put an Erev a second time. So you see, since they're not relying on a single Erev from the first day to last for both days, as would be sufficient if it really were certainly one long Kedusha, rather they're requiring you to put it back a second time. And if you eat it in the middle after the, on the first day, you'd have a problem on the second day. So therefore, Amalim Rabbi Eliezer, Lezer says, see, Obviously, you must agree to me that there are two separate kedushas, which is why you're requiring the same picnic basket to go back for the second day. If it wouldn't be two kedushas, why would you require that? But we know the answer. It's because the rabbis do not agree with him. They simply are acting out of suffolk. Now, again, the halacha is like Rebbe Eliezer, so that means you actually could set up two different erim for two different tchumen, if Shabbos and Yom Tov come back to back, if Shabbos comes first, you couldn't carry it, but you have to ensure that your Erev was there during Ben Hashmashas going into Shabbos. That means you'd have to go and check on it. Just check on it, or your, your Shalich would check on it. Um, the same is going to be true also for two days of Yom Tov in Gullis. In other words, Shavuos you know, has two days of two days of Shavuos, for argument's sake, in Chutzlaretz, and you could set up two different Erevin for each of the two days on Shavuos, like that. Same rules would apply. Um, and again, you have to use the same food for both days. Okay, as long as you use the same food for both days and it's short there for the second day, um, then you can set up two Erevin, again, provided that uh, the Erev, the two different locations setting it up are um, one is then walking distance on Shabbos, meaning within the Tchum of the other.